This is the I'm Stuff Eating Disorder podcast, a podcast about eating disorders and information about them that you maybe didn't heard before. And of course, we're finding off that bitch of an eating disorder. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and in today's episode, episode 15 of season 7, we're talking about trust. Okay, guys, just like you've heard in the intro of this episode, episode 15, it is all about trust. And I'm going to talk about trust, maybe not in a way that you've perceived it to be, but it's more about trusting your own gut and trusting yourself again that you can make decisions that are healthy for you and that you know how to take care for yourself after an eating disorder, during an eating disorder, because often when we are dealing with an eating disorder, we are not taking that you know, well, that good care of ourselves. So before I start out with this episode, I would like to remind you that you can always follow the podcast, share it with a friend, share it with your parents, share it with a caretaker, so that everybody gets informed about how and what regarding eating disorders. And even if you are listening to this and think, you know, I know another person with an eating disorder that should hear this, please do so. Because this podcast started out with, I think, general information that a lot of us want to know uh, regarding eating disorders. So, you know, uh, refeeding syndrome, extreme hunger, everything that comes with it. Will it ever stop? Will it stop ever gaining weight? What to do with your gym uh, addiction? And now I'm going into bits and pieces that are actually very important for recovery, but we often do not think about. And this whole season is about that. So don't forget to share it and really don't forget to follow it if you want the latest updates uh, regarding new episodes, because they're still coming out. So that is that. And let's jump into this. So when you've had an eating disorder, or maybe you're currently in there, you see that there's a lot of war in between yourself regarding um, everything that's going on. Small levels of food or bigger decisions, school, work-related, private life. And I would say that it's a lot of ambivalent feelings that you have uh, mixed feelings about uh, what's going on and also mixed feelings about your feelings on if you're making the right choice. And specifically that last thing that I said, I see often. You can see it, for example, when we're going grocery shopping. It takes longer. We can be in front of an aisle for like 15 minutes because what are we going to choose? And our brain-gut connection has been thrown off so much by making toxic decisions, eating disorder decisions, that that trust on a physical level isn't there anymore, but also to some extent on an emotional level because... You know, I've broken myself down that much. I almost killed myself without being aware of it for some people with the anorexia and bulimia. could also be binge eating, by the way. Um, and now I need to trust myself again, build it up, choosing for recovery. I need to make choices regarding work, regarding school, re- regarding food, regarding uh, maybe boyfriend, girlfriend. So many things. And hoping that you're making the right decision and maybe there's also a little bit of a perfectionism there that you do not want to fail in making the bad decision and this is something i'm jumping on onto in this episode and that's why it's called trust because it's not about the trust in other people it's about the trust in yourself that you're making a decision that is right for you and even if it's not a right decision that you still have the skills to get your own got your own back basically because the truth is is that you in the whole path that you have in life you will not always make the best decisions the only thing is that at some point 
we put more pressure on certain decisions than on other decisions. Like, for example, if you've put too much milk in your coffee, that was a decision, it wasn't a good decision. You're maybe sad that the coffee isn't that tasty, but you're not bashing yourself fully. Maybe some people do. But if you look, for example, as a decision for school um, or a partner uh, or work, um, and you're bashing yourself that much because you put more heaviness to it, um, it's not going to be a good situation. And it's going, it already is maybe not well, but you're making it even worse. I think a lot of us eating disorder patients, even post patients, are very much future thinking what is basically the teeth of joy. We're trying to be uh, selective, we're trying to calculate, we're trying to assess and see whether, where the situation is going. It almost is like we're impatient and we really want to know what the ending is, like almost like a movie that we're trying to skip to the front and know what's going to happen so we have a final answer. But in life, we don't know what is going to happen. And you think you make certain choices and they will be good, but you don't know how it will maybe flip later on. That's why we have, you know, the meme, you know, that escalated quickly because you wouldn't know what was going to happen. And sometimes that also is a better thing. So the form of nervousness, anxiousness, becoming impatient, impatient, becoming or are perfectionist, um, really always want to do the good thing, being the good girl, all comes together uh, with uh, choices and decision-making. And that's why when we're asked to make a decision, what would you like to do? What would you like to eat? What are you going to do? Uh, can become very, very hard. And some people maybe go very black and white uh, to not deal with it and say, you know, I'll see it when I'm in that situation or don't make any decisions at all because of the amount of pressure that comes with it. And both of them are bad. In this episode, I'm not going to give you like a tip to always make the best decision because it is basically impossible or impossible. It is not possible to know prior what is going to be the best decision. There is just one tool that can help you out, but that also means that you need to be at a point of trust with yourself that you're making consciously the right decision and that are your feelings. I always say everything between the nose and the lower rib, if that feels anxious, almost butterfly-ish, I can almost tell you directly that it's not the right decision to make because the not so good feelings of stress or feeling that the other person doesn't have a good energy will always be around the chest area. And actually for me throughout time, that was a very good filter to know if people were legit. I didn't always react to it or listen to it, what was very bad. However, now things have changed and I've been taught very well from those situations. Um, but that is, in my personal opinion, the gift you got from nature to understand which situation you're in. And based on that, you can make the right decisions. How can you grow more trust in yourself? I think you're maybe thinking about that as well while listening to this. This is really a matter of competence because every time you make a decision and it goes more often well than it will go unwell, you will build competence of that and will have more self-esteem and more trust in yourself so you trust your decisions. However, if stuff still goes south, if stuff still doesn't go well, you need to also have the competence to deal with that. 
And that's why it's a good thing to have that polarity that not all decisions are always landing well, but luckily not all decisions are always ending bad either. So when stuff isn't going well, you can remember yourself to all the times it didn't went well, but at least you had your own back. Or you could say, you know, at least I survived that. So if I survived that, I can survive this as well. These are the type of mantra sentences at least I use to go throughout life when stuff gets a little bit more harder. Eventually, building up trust isn't only for the biggest decisions like buying a house or uh, choosing a partner or... Uh, choosing God your work but it could also be little things like uh, choosing something you want for lunch specifically for people with eating disorders and being content and happy with that choosing a drink at a place that isn't uh, always a a zero uh, calorie free drink choosing uh, an, an eating spot to eat Uh, choosing your dinner for that night it's another part of healing that we need because of us going for an eating disorder if it would have been alcohol it would be something different if it would have been drugs it would have been something different but this is our coping mechanism but of course that coping has that part of perfection what i talked about um impatience net anxiety uh fear all of this is underneath there and just by coincidence it jumped onto food often it, that is because we have the good girl or the good guy effect so the food is something people cannot catch quickly uh, as you know people that are living around you but it's also not the worst of the worst at least in the beginning it feels that way but you know of course it can be just as deadly as anything else I hope with this episode that I gave you a little bit of an insight how and what. At the end of the day, by living your life and getting into situations where you need to make choices, you will get more in line with your feelings and you will more trust yourself. I want to emphasize on the fact that you cannot always make the best decision. Uh, You think you may be doing that uh, moment, uh, but eventually it can always twist and turn. And that is not a bad thing. As long as you know you got your own back and you've survived worse, maybe you're eating disorder even, and it will eventually always end up well. But do trust your feelings. Do trust everything around the chest area, the gut area, because nature already put that in your system to protect yourself, to make 70% of the choices always right and 30% you know, will maybe not go that well. And that is normal. Also in this part of life, Don't drag your perfectionism into it because life isn't made to be perfect. And if you are striving for perfection, why are you sitting with your eating disorder? Because that's far from perfect. So that is that. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you the next time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I also hope you learned something from it and it helps you out with recovery. In the meantime, I want to give you a little bit of a heads up of all the things where you can find us. You can find us on at imstuff underscore com on Instagram at imstuff.nl on TikTok and on imstuff.nl where we even have an ebook about eating disorders. So if you want to know more, check that out. And just don't forget to share the episode, give it to a friend that you think is in need and you can follow the podcast and leave a review if you want to. Enjoy that and enjoy your day.